find out what I learned this week on this episode of Pushback. If you're concerned about the direction our culture is heading, then maybe it's time to push back. Hello everyone, Dr. Johnny here, and this is another episode of Pushback. You know, I'm coming to you in unusual circumstances for this podcast uh, for a few different reasons. Firstly, um, I just came from the football field. My son Elijah just had his last game of the season. It was a sectional game, which unfortunately they lost. And so if you're watching on YouTube, you're going to see me in my stocking cap. My nose is a little bit red uh, because it was cold and windy during this game. However, it was not raining which we've been actually watching several football games this fall in the rain, uh, not nearly as fun. So it wasn't raining, but it was cold. Um, They played their heart out, but they did lose. Uh, I'm certainly proud of my son for playing so hard and well. Um, He was starting as a sophomore this year, and so he uh, is going to have a couple more years ahead of him in high school. So I certainly enjoy watching him play, uh, but I'm coming right from the field, and so I'm doing this podcast a little bit later uh, in the day than I typically do. Um, And I'm going to share a little bit about my week. Um, I've had really a full week, and so this podcast may be a little bit of some random ramblings. Uh, However, uh, I do want to tell you some things that I learned this week. You know, I'm kind of laughing because I think everybody, and maybe everybody should, have their own podcast and title it what I learned this week, because I feel like, especially life in the kingdom, you know, as we learn from the father and, uh, the, what he teaches us, I believe that every part of life is a lesson and, and we do learn those lessons together and hopefully we learn them well. Uh, and every week there are some things that we can get out. I just had a very, very full week. So I'm a little coming to you a little bit sleep deprived, uh, with this podcast as well, but the podcast must go on, right? The podcast must go on. And so I want to share my heart with you about uh, the fullness of my week. I'm going to kind of go in reverse order a little bit and just tell you a little bit about my last night. Um, I, as you are aware, am an emergency room physician, and we are living in unprecedented times, especially for those in the medical field. And so let me just start with an aside before I really get into what I want to talk about on this podcast. Um, if you haven't thanked a medical professional for a while, uh, please try to purpose to do that. Uh, I'm not saying that just because I am one, um, but I know that a lot of us, uh, including me in some ways, are burning out. Uh, we've been doing this COVID thing now for almost two years, and uh, it wears on you. And I, I do feel it mentally. I do feel it physically for sure. And we are um, asked to do things out of our comfort zone uh, and uh, in unprecedented ways. And that was certainly the case last night uh, with my situation uh, in the emergency room. Uh, we had a very critical patient in the emergency room uh, basically last night. 
when I'm recording this. And uh, she basically was in uh, what we call septic shock, uh, meaning she had a pretty fulminant infection in her body. Uh, and typically what happens when our body uh, becomes uh, full of infection or severe infection, uh, our body begins to shut down and we get uh, some organ failure and some things that happen, uh, typically often manifested with hypotension, meaning our blood pressure starts to go down uh, and the heart can't keep up with what's happening in the body. And this was happening with her for sure. Now, when we have a patient in our little town who is suffering from septic shock, we can uh, find that out fairly quickly through blood work and through vital signs and, and, and her behavior, uh, which show decreased consciousness uh, that she was in severe uh, uh, septic shock. Now, when we see that, typically in our little town, we transfer them out to our a local uh, referral center, which is for us, St. Cloud, which is our next big city. Uh, clearly, over the last probably three to four, maybe five weeks, that has been increasingly difficult because of the COVID surge that has been happening because of the Delta variant. And uh, the the critical care beds uh, have been full. And so my partner, prior to signing this patient off to me, uh, explained that they have called, they had called every uh, referral facility in the state of Minnesota, North and South Dakota, and there was not one critical, bear, critical care bed available for us to transfer this patient. And this has been something that we've been dealing with more lately as medical professionals, and especially in our small towns, where we don't have that referral ability uh, like we usually have. And so here we are sitting on this patient who is not doing well. And her um, her family, uh, one of her daughters was there with her. And so my partner, as well as myself, when I came on shift, uh, explained the dire uh, straits that she was in and that we were in uh, as a health facility. And we assured her that we would do everything that we knew how to do and take care of her the best way that we could. Um, but we do not have a referral center, which we would typically do. And so, um, so we are going to do what we can do in our small town, which is sometimes limited. And um, I'm happy to report that uh, through my shift, uh, actually, she declined uh, initially, uh, but then um, after some interventions, and I believe some divine intervention uh, from the Lord, um, because I was praying for her and for her family, uh, that uh, she began to really rally and do much better as the shift progressed. And Despite my conversation with the family at the beginning, explaining that uh, this could be a terminal event and, and that she wasn't doing well uh, until toward the end of the shift where she was actually doing significantly better. So that's the happy ending of that story, although I have not heard how she is doing today as I um, give this podcast. Uh, but really what struck me uh, during this is a couple things, and this is entitled What I Learned This Week. <laughs> I learned that uh, we can do things out of our comfort zone. I, I quickly became a critical care physician, whether I liked it or not. Uh, here she was in my ER, and she wasn't going to go anywhere, and she was mine. And uh, I learned to do things. I learned to ask for help. I learned to um, do things out of my comfort zone uh, more than um, I have done before. And it's amazing what we can do uh, when pushed, for sure. But I loved that 
this family member was by her side. She was very understanding, very supportive of us, very supportive of her mother, uh, and very supportive of the decisions that were being made. I also talked to another daughter who was in tears on the phone as I was explaining that this was a serious situation, um, but that we were doing everything that we could. And all I got from her was appreciation uh, and understanding as well. And I'm sitting here thinking, you know, I don't really know this patient's story. I know that she's not completely coherent and that she um, is really knocking at death's door uh, because of the severity of her illness, whether she was at our facility or not. Uh, this was extremely serious. Um, but I saw a family loving her and by her side. And I, and I thought to myself, um, you know, life changes in a moment. And nothing is guaranteed. And, um, and so I felt, you know, in this that we, you know, we, we make every moment a moment. And I believe this family uh, was really clinging to their mother, even though she has been chronically ill for a while. Uh, she was surrounded with love. And this gal who I was talking on the phone uh, was pretty much saying to me, you know, if only we could keep her alive long enough for me to see her today. She was coming at two this afternoon uh, on the day of this recording. And so I'm confident that, that she made that because her mom uh, was rallying as the shift progressed. But I, I, I believe that, you know, so often, even in this podcast that I release to you every week, that there's enough negative culture. And this podcast is entitled Pushback. And so I understand that we are finding some things uh, that we are concerned about in our culture and that we as culture setters are the ones that push back. And sometimes that can come off even negative as we focus on some of the things that are broken in order to bring healing in life, because that's our role here uh, as ambassadors of heaven. But um, there's enough negative culture that it's, it's good every once in a while for me to tell you that there is positive culture that we see. And I saw it last night with this family. And I learned that family is powerful extremely powerful. That's what we preach. That's uh, a huge part of our GoFam ministries is, is conveying and convincing people that your family is powerful, more powerful than you actually ever imagined, that you ever dreamed that it could be. And I saw it demonstrated in the love of this family, not just because they were there and they were supportive, but this family has a history and this family has a story. And even at the end or the potential end of mom in this story, uh, she was surrounded with those that loved her and was pouring into her and wanted to be with her. I feel like at times, perhaps other cultures do better than we do especially with end-of-life issues and when families are struggling. We tend in America towards independence. And so often because we are a mobile society and we are uh, sometimes a disconnected society, sometimes we live at great lengths and distances from each other and it's harder for us to stay connected and, and, and be there for one another. But I think it's important that we are. And I saw this in this family last night that they wanted to be together and they were purposing to be there for their mother, to, to walk through the decision process every step of the way with me and asking appropriate questions. And I, and I loved it. I loved the warmth that was in the room despite 
tough times, despite crisis, despite things being challenging for family, family actually rallies together and we are there for each other. That's called culture. And that's called healthy culture. And, and I believe that when we look at our, our culture and we see it as negative and we see enough dysfunction in family, I believe the answer is health. I believe that there are healthy families out there. I know that there are. I've seen them and, I, and I'm happy to report that I'm, I'm in one. And I believe it's important because we are the demonstration. We are the redemonstration of heaven here on this earth. And when a family functions well, and when family functions in health, it actually promotes heaven on this earth and actually changes culture, changes atmosphere. And, and we actually inject the culture of heaven here on this earth. That's what this is all about. And that's what this podcast is all about. Which leads me to the next part of my week. Um, part of the reason I'm a little bit tired and, and worn out is that uh, we have been in the process of moving my parents uh, from their house into a one-level home. And it's been my privilege to be part of that process and to lean into it as well. And so we have been pedal to the metal uh, this week uh, to accomplish that goal. My parents have been, if I can use the word entrenched, into their home for the last 46 years. And I don't say that even in a bad way. It's just part of life. This is what happens uh, when you are in one place for long periods of time. And, and so we knew that there was going to be some challenges and some hard work ahead as we helped them transition uh, from their home that they had been in for 46 years to a new one-level home, uh, which would be easier for them and much, much safer. And so this week, um, we uh, did the final touches on getting all of the remnants out of this house for closing that's going to be happening uh, just within a couple days. And I said goodbye to my house this week. And I'll keep my emotions under control. Um, it's, it's a house and it's the house that I grew up in and in wonderful life events took place, but it's a house, um, not my home. And my home, as cliche as it is, you know, your home is where your heart is. Um, my home is with my parents wherever they go and with my family. You know, we're back to talking about health of family and the power of family. I said goodbye to walls and structure in Prior Lake, Minnesota, where I grew up. And it's a special place. And there were incredible memories that took place in that house. And I had an opportunity to walk around the yard and and enter each room and allow the Holy Spirit to flood me with memories that took place in those rooms. And, and I'm happy to report that it was a happy house. It was a happy house. And what made it happy uh, was parents who were intentional. And when parents are intentional and create a happy home for their family, it's a series of choices and what I mean by that is being in family ministry like I am, I have seen a series of bad choices that families have made that have led to destruction and pain and hurt. 
And I am not here to testify that my parents were perfect or are perfect, but they were intentional about creating a happy, joyful house and home. And so I know my parents are avid listeners of my podcast and supporters of me. And so I just want to say thank you, mom and dad. Thank you for the series of decisions and sacrifices that you made to make that structure, that house, a joyful house. And there is nothing but happy memories, not perfect memories, but joyful memories uh, from that place. And, And I will always cherish them and treasure them and hold them and ask the Holy Spirit to continue to keep the memories alive because it's an important part of my history an important part of my children's history. And so thank you, mom and dad. You know, there's enough dysfunction in family that I'm happy to see family function. And this is what I have witnessed over the last couple of weeks, and I think my parents will testify as well, is a functioning family during a time of transition that isn't easy. And you know what? Here's a newsflash for you. The Bible never promises that life will be easy. They do promise us that we're going to even have some trials and tribulations and certainly some transitions, which my parents have been experiencing big time. And transitions, uh, studies will show, cause stress. Any change, uh, any upheaval to our status quo causes stress in our lives. And I believe my parents have felt some of that as they are were transitioning in their life in a big way. But I have witnessed and have been part of a functioning family with my siblings as we had progressed and planned and organized this transition for my parents. And And I'm sorry to just talk about me and my family, but I want to tell you and give you hope that it can work. And that there is promise in that. And I, I, I loved seeing how I'm the youngest of the four siblings. And how we all, interestingly, have been raised to be leaders. Um, I've just been reflecting on that, that we all have sort of natural leadership gifts, our siblings. And yet, in a moment like this, when, when we are rallying the troops to accomplish this task, there was deferring one to another. And it was a, it was a beautiful thing. But we also honored the leader of this, which was my oldest brother, Mark. And so, Mark, if you're listening to this podcast, I just want to say thank you. You were inspiring to me. And it's and it's fun, even though I have a natural leadership gift and my siblings do, to be able to defer to you, to be able to what we call honor the point. And, and it did happen. And I, I believe my father is a very strong leader as well. And yet I saw my father also deferring to my oldest brother and honoring the point as he led and, and it was sort of the general in charge of what we were doing. And I just want to say that it was a beautiful, wonderful thing to not only witness, but to be part of. And I, I, it was fun to see, um, and despite of the stress and sometimes chaos and a, a large amount of work, um, how there was joy. At the end of the day, there was joy. There was joy in hard things. The Bible never promises easy, 
But as I learned in the emergency room and as I learned this week, this is what I learned this week, is that we can work outside of our comfort zone and that we can work together and that we can accomplish things that we never thought that we could actually accomplish. And I saw with my eyes um, my parents being so appreciative of their children and their children's children who were all present for this move. We had neighbors coming out and commenting how they were moved at the large number of family members all contributing to these parents moving into this new place. It, it, it changes culture. It, people notice it, even looking out the window and say, what is going on over there? What is what is this party? Why, why are they, has there mobilized so many people? And it's because of love and it's because of family. And my parents were so appreciative. And it's interesting in my spirit, my response was, this is just normal. I'm glad that you're appreciative and we were happy to help, but this is actually normal. This is this is culturally expected that when one family member is in need, that other family members rally around them to meet that need. And this is how culture is supposed to work. This is a pushback um, podcast about healthy culture. And I just saw it, to, I saw it this week. I saw it in motion this week in my own family. And I just want to report that it's possible, that there's joy in that, that we've had friends, that dear friends, friends my whole life that helped put us up and take care of us and fed us chocolate chip pancakes and, and fed us and made us laugh and, and broke up some of the tension. And, and all of these things happened because we were working and we were functioning because of love, because of the culture that my parents created. And we just went, we just went and rode the wave. So my, my um, exhortation to you is how can you touch your family this week? today? What can you do to find out what the needs are and to help one another to rally? It's not inherent in our culture as we are more of an independent type people. But we begin asking questions. How can I help you? How can I serve you? How can I minister to you? How can we find joy and togetherness as family? Family is a powerful word, one of the most powerful words on this planet. And I witnessed it this week. That's what I learned. That's what I learned this week. P.S. Let me tell you one more thing that I learned. I learned that renting a skid steer, you know, we like to call them bobcats, is really, really fun. We had these huge puddles in our dirt driveway. And so I rented a skid steer for four hours to fill those in and move the dirt around. And I'm telling you, you should find a reason to rent one. <laughs> I it accompl I accomplished a purpose. I, I it hasn't rained since. So I don't know how the puddles are are going to do. But to be frank with you, and just between you and me as my listeners, I don't really care. And if I have to rent it again, well, oh well. It was like playing in a sandbox. I was a kid again. So that's what I learned. Renting a skid steer is fun. That's just extra. <laughs> Thanks for listening to me this week and coming from your from my heart and and uh, sharing what happened in my family. And I would love to hear some of the things that have happened in your family and maybe the ways that you were able to reach out and how family has worked so strongly and powerfully in your realm of influence. 
because it's really about influence. It's about bringing the culture of heaven here on this earth. So please go to pushbackculture.org and leave your comments or questions. By the way, I have been I have been uh, hoarding uh, questions, uh, many of them from pastors about COVID-related questions, and so I've been accumulating those and doing some research myself. And so I probably another facts about the vax is coming around the corner here as well. So if you're one of those people that have have submitted questions, which I've received many uh, on that topic, stay tuned uh, because I, I would like to bring that to you again in the near future as well. Whatever the spirit moves and leads, that's what I do. So on that note, let's go together now to set and shape the culture.